Welcome to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast, a magical place where your host, Heather Danielle, psychic medium, will bring the mystical woo-woo world down to earth in practical ways. Tune in every Monday for your weekly reading and on Wednesdays to hear fascinating conversations with spiritual experts, uplifting stories, and deep dives into the metaphysical world, all to help you tap into the invisible guidance that's all around you. It's time to start living a spiritual AF life. Get cozy. The conversation is starting now. Are you ready to learn more about who you truly are and possibly get some more insight on what you are meant to do and what you are meant to share with the world in this lifetime? Because if you are, you better buckle up, buttercup, because we are going for a fabulous and fun journey. In fact, I have been wanting to do this episode forever, and it's finally coming to fruition, and I just hope that I do it justice. So before we get started, this is going to be a little bit like a workshop. So if you are driving or doing household tasks while listening to this, that is completely awesome. But I do hope that you either have a really good memory or if you can have just a little piece of paper and pen next to you while you do this podcast episode while you listen to it because it's going to help you out and it's going to be so much fun. If you have the time, I want you to go in the show notes and click the link to the edible fillable document that will help you navigate this little workshop. So if you have read the title of this podcast episode, you know that we are going to be taking a little bit of a journey inside the world of Dungeons and Dragons. So maybe you've heard of Dungeons and Dragons before. I know I used to play when I was a kid, but it had a very bad stigma around it saying that, you know, only dorks and losers and things like that played Dungeons and Dragons. And then hopefully the wonderful, wonderful Stranger Things brought it back into more of like the cool people can also do Dungeons and Dragons as well. So in case you don't know what Dungeons and Dragons is, it's actually like a, what they call it is it's a tabletop role-playing game, all right, where players take on roles of different characters inside of this fantasy world, all right? So the game revolves around storytelling, imagination, okay? And it is led by what's called a dungeon master or a DM, okay? And basically, they create a world and narrates different adventures, you know, for the people playing. And then there's players, you know, they talk out loud about what they're doing, what decisions they're going to make based off of of the predicaments and the situations that the dungeon master says that they are in. Okay, and each character has unique abilities and skills gained through a combination of different things that we're going to go over, okay? And then the players have to work together to overcome challenges, battle the monsters, to solve puzzles, and basically it shapes the story of the character and they have exciting adventures together. And so what I realized is recently is that Dungeons and Dragons is just like life. It is 100% like just so much alike. And I thought that, okay, I need to share this with you because it might speak your language and give you a little bit more insight of who you are, what kind of things that you were sent down here to do. 
So when you sit down at the table of Dungeons and Dragons, you have the DM, like I talked about. The DM is kind of like God, okay? He might be doing things behind the scenes. He usually has this little barrier up so you can't see, you know, his notes and everything else that he's doing behind it. And then you have characters that are sitting around the table around the DM and they have decided upon what kind of character they're going to be and their backstory, all sorts of things that we're going to be getting into. And and those is what I feel are us, okay? We just have a much, much bigger table with zillions of people that we meet on a daily basis, but it's the same premise. So then the DM creates situations or creates basically a world, and then the players, like you and I, are the ones that get to decide, okay, what are we going to do? So the DM will say, all right, you know, we are at a volcano and we're on the end, and he'll set up as a whole entire scene, and then it's up to us to figure out what we're going to do with it. And then basically we have the sheet, which is the sheet that's inside of the show notes we have filled out about our character. So we have an idea of, you know, how we can react, you know, the kind of tools that we have in our toolbox to help us, you know, with whatever situation we're in, like this volcano situation. And so let's just get right into it because I don't want to confuse you anymore. We're going to go right into it because what we need to do is we need to create our own character sheet. And I am using a true Dungeons and Dragons master character sheet to help us determine what character and who we are playing in this lifetime right now. So you've heard me say before, I can only be Heather this one life. So Heather Danielle in this crazy life is only going to live once. My soul will continue on and probably live multiple lifetimes, maybe not just on this planet, but other planets. And the same thing with you. The odds are you have lived many other past lives as many other different people. But it can help us out a lot to figure out who we're playing right now so that we can figure out what tools we have in our toolbox to help us out in this life. And then maybe maybe what we uncover today can give you a couple more steps, a little bit more secrets revealed to what your life purpose is and what you're sent here to do. So let's get right into it. Grab your worksheet. And if you don't have the worksheet, no problem. I am going to be verbalizing everything that we go over. So the very first thing is your character name. Well, my character name is Heather, all right? I have had lots of other names. I was born Lonnie, so I could put that down if I want. My name should be very simple. Hopefully yours is, but mine can be complicated. So my character name was Lonnie. My character name was Heather. My Also, my character name was, you know, my maiden name, my first marriage name, my second marriage name, and then I go by Heather Danielle, which is my middle name. So that's my character name. So I'm going to write all of them in. Heather Danielle, Heather Swope, Lonnie Swope, all of my names. So that is your character name. But right now, I can also just focus on the one name that I have now, which is Heather Danielle. So already, my character is getting in deep already with just the name. (laughs) So now we're going to go over to race. I know it sounds kind of crazy, and I know there's a lot of crazy things going on with the race right now, like with the racial injustices and discriminations and things like that, but you did choose your race in this lifetime. We don't know the reason why yet, you know? Maybe there were some experiences to had, or maybe you're one of them that's supposed to help out all this racial stuff that's happening. I DK, all right? But your race. So you're going to write down your race and then you're going to write down your alignment. So your alignment is going to be whether you're a good person, 
You know, you're sent out here to do good things in the world. Are you neutral? So, you know, you might go back and forth between good and evil. And the other third alignment is going to be evil. I know it sounds kind of crazy because you might be like, Heather, why would anybody choose to be evil? And I mean, kind of went over this before, is that we're all characters right now on this planet. And some people have to be the bad guy. If there was no bad guys, guess what? We would be like the other side and everything would be good and everything would be fine. Everything would be dandy. But we're not. We came here to Earth for this balanced, freaking weird world where there's good and there's bad. There's the yin and the yang. Remember, we have the good and the bad. But you can also be neutral. I would like to say that everybody that's listening to me right now is in the good alignment, all right? But there might be some bad guys around you, and you can do a character sheet on them too if you want. But basically, it is probably good, your alignment is. All right, another one is going to be class and level. I'm not going to worry about that right now, but if you want to, you can go ahead. So you can put that you were lower class, that you were middle class, upper class, you know, those kinds of things if you want to do that. But I know that that can change within your generation and within your time. So if you want to put that down, you can. Actually, you know, I think you should. Because if you were lower class, then a lot of times, you know, like me, I was too, and it was horrible in a way because it's like you just don't have any money to even make ends meet so that can be part of your character building and so your background comes next now this is a very small fillable document for background usually the background on a character is much much bigger than just one word okay but background is going to be a little bit more about you your background so you can start from where you are right now, whatever age you are. So I can put down that my background was, you know, rough upbringing, you know, um, lots of turmoil, you know, lots of challenges, craziness, instability. So you can say whatever yours is. Yours might not be that way. Yours might be, you know, fabulous, very secure, you know, loving parents, you know, big, happy family. That's okay. That's okay if you had a great life and everything else. I, I'm so happy for you. I feel like my quote bad life was really good. So to each their own and how, how you view it is um, different to each person. So background, perfect and then it has a player name so that's so funny you don't have to put that in there either because your player name your character name right now are going to be the same and then we're going to skip the experience points okay because that can go a little bit more in detail with how many past lives that you've had and that kind of thing so if you know that you have lived a lot of lives then you can go ahead and put like a lot in that thing you know you've had a lot of experience those kinds of things but a majority of us don't know how many lives that we have lived and because of that we're just going to basically put like na or non-applicable right now and the reason why i say to do this too is because I don't know about you, but I go to different past life regressionists and I get a totally different amount of how many lives that I have lived. And so I remember one person saying, oh, you lived 12 lives, 36 lives. Well, then someone else told me 450 lives. I actually think that I've been here about 450 times, to be honest. Don't you feel like that sometimes? You'd be like, okay, what is the max number of lives? Because that's how many lives I feel like I lived even in this one incarnation. All right. So just a quick recap. We are doing the top part of this sheet. You have your character name. You have your race. So whatever it is that you were born with right now, your alignment, good, evil, or neutral. You also have your class level. So if you want to put that down, you can. You can also put down your background, you know, like how you grew up, anything else that's there that really stands out. And then your experience points if you want to put that in there. But if not, it's going to be like mine, which is kind of like an NA kind of situation. 
All right, so now we are going to go over the strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. These are the areas that Dungeons & Dragons uses to basically build upon more of their character. And what happens is usually what they'll do is that they'll have you roll a dice and the dice amount will tell you how many points you have have to be able to split up between each one of these okay so I want you to keep in mind that I am just going to give you 20 you have 20 points to distribute between each one of these categories and you are going to think as I talk about each one of them like are you really good at it like, is this something that you feel in this lifetime that you are good, like you've got it down? If so, then you might want to put a couple more points in that area. If it is something where it's like, mm, nope, I really don't have this down, then you're not going to give yourself as many points. And what's going to happen as we distribute these points, we're going to start seeing kind of the points that we were given, like how we are made up of, you know, it's going to give us our character. Because I can tell when I do this myself, I have put points in a lot of more different areas than my husband. And my husband has points in a completely different area. And so this is really going to show you how truly unique you are. And it's going to help us, you know, determine your skills, your next path, you know, what you were, you know, what you came here for. All right, so let's get into the first one, which is strength, okay? So strength is the first one. Now, as I explain what the strength is, you tell me how many points you think you have. Remember, you only have 20 points and there's six categories. All right, so here we go. Strengths, okay? So this is going to be talking about, in D&D, &D, physical strength. But I want you to think of it as both mental strength and physical strength okay so do you have the ability to go through different situations have you been through a lot of difficult situations okay um are you also really good at attempting to you know overcome things are you constantly having to you know have emotional intelligence you know do you have the capability to also have physical strength you know so there's going to be two parts to this the physical strength is going to be are you someone who feels physically capable or has been involved in sports in their lives or feels the need or the desire that physical strength is valuable and maybe that's something that you prioritize so that's going to be the first part of the physical strength so for me I do. I'm always trying to like work out. I'm always trying to make myself better. I know that it's important. And what I do though, is I actually execute what I need to do physically. So if you just think and you just kind of know like, oh yeah, walking is good for me and biking is good for me, but I don't do any of it, then you're probably going to be one that doesn't have a lot of that physical strength. All right, and then we're just going to look at the mental strength. Don't get too wrapped around the mental strength because we do have other things that are going to help you in that mental area. But for the mental strength, we are going to be just talking about someone who has overcome a lot of hardships in their journey and is really mentally strong and possibly even emotionally intelligent and also has a lot of emotional um, maturity. 
So now when I think about myself, just kind of put in perspective, I am one that has a lot of the physical stuff and I know it's important and I've been trying to do it my whole entire life. But then I wasn't always really emotionally mature. I'm trying to grow into that. I do have emotional intelligence, but I'm not very great at that yet. So I'm not sure if I'd give myself a whole bunch of points. And I also, I'm not running any marathons. I'm not doing the Ironman. I'm not doing any of those. So if I was going to say mm, out of 20, I might give myself maybe like four. But here's the thing. Use a pencil because you can always cross it out and then put more or less. And we can kind of fine tune it as we go along. All right. So hopefully that's a little bit of fun. Now we're going to go over dexterity. Okay. So dexterity is basically in Dungeons and Dragons where it talks about how you can move nimbly and quickly. Okay. Or quietly. All right. It's talking about even like inside of Dungeons and Dragons, it talks about acrobatics. You know, if you're able to like steal easily, if you can pick a lock, okay, if you can disable disable a trap. So this is going to be someone, you know, if you have a lot of dexterity, you might be the person that is really good at MacGyver kind of situations, okay, that they're really good, like with the even like their hands, they're really, really good at those kinds of things. They're really good at like being sly, and maybe like even clever, okay, they can break free of, 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 of things in their life. So maybe you are somebody that is really good at picking locks, maybe you're somebody that can do those kinds of things, you know, even and though I'm talking about Dungeons and Dragons, those are things that you have come across when you have been, you know, in your real life. So think about that and then how many points that you would give yourself, okay, if you only have 20 points. Are you somebody that can really, you know, fly underneath the radar, okay? Are you somebody that's very quick on their feet? So for me, I don't know if I really resonate with this one. Like I feel like I want to be that person, but I don't think I am. And one thing that's coming up to me as I talk about this, and this could be a measurement for you to use, but when I am sleeping and I have to go to the bathroom and I wake up, I feel very guilty because when I try to go to the bathroom, I make so much noise. I make so much noise. I am trying so hard to be quiet, but I always wake up my husband. Like I am not good at that. I am, I have more of like the cleverness, you know, within my mind, but I'm not really great at that. And I cannot pick a lock to save my life. So I'm probably not going to give myself many, if any points in that area at all. And it's so funny because I'm telling you, like, me and my husband are counter opposites. And in dexterity right now, I'm giving myself, like, zero, maybe even one point. But my husband is, like, like a professional lock picker. Like, he could do all of this stuff. Like, I have no idea how he leaves a room without me hearing a peep. So he probably has a lot of freaking dexterity, and I have, like, none. And I think that's really cool, too, if you could do this with your um, significant other, your spouse, your partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, because you can see how you truly balance each other. Okay, so now next we are going on to the Constitution, not, not the Constitution of the United States, okay? We're talking about something a little bit different, okay? But these are basically the represents, you know, how you can involve yourself in a specific ex, uh, effort or in a specific situation. So I know I'm not being really clear right now, but it basically talks about how good you are 
at doing certain particular things that you might get yourself caught up in, okay? So a couple of the things are going to be like holding your breath. Can you march for hours without rest, okay? How long can you go without sleep? How long can you survive without water or food? Those kinds of things. So this is going to be a little bit more difficult to measure because I don't want you just going into every, every little nitty gritty detail, you know, like, oh my God, I can't hold my breath very long so I don't get many points. But no, it's almost like how much you can to how much you can adapt to certain situations. So I want not just adapt, but also thrive in those situations. So I want you to think back on some situations that might have happened where you really thrived, like you were really, really, really good. And I want you to think of more on the lines of things that you were able to, how do I say this, do good with the bad. So this is going to be, oh my gosh, yes, I once had to, you know, I got thrown in the pool and it was, you know, 20 feet deep. I landed at the bottom and then I had to swim my way up and it was so amazing because I never swam before ever and I was able to do it really, really good. Or maybe, you know, I had no, I got lost in the woods and then I had to hike like 20 miles back or whatever it is. Or maybe you got punished for some reason this is coming up and you were locked in your room and they forgot about you and then you had to like suffer for like 12 hours in the room without food and water. So I know that kind of sucks and I hope you don't go through anything like that. But basically it's going to be like a skill that you have in order to like endure some of like the bad stuff, if you will. Or maybe it's really unique skills that you have. Because maybe you do have that unique skill where you can hold your breath underneath water or maybe you can pick up languages very easy. So maybe you're somebody that's like that. Maybe you're somebody that can you know, um, like, what is it? Like what they said, the go without food and water and things like that. So you basically, I want you to go ahead and just put a couple points on. Now, if you are like me and you like, don't like this constant, you know, constitution thing, then already I'm like going to probably score myself low. Like I'm not really resonating with it. It doesn't feel like there's something that I would have really wanted in this life. (laughs) And so I'm going to put myself low. We'll come back. We can always change it up. Okay, the next one is intelligence. Ooh, I love the intelligence one because there's intelligence and there's also wisdom here. So let's see which one that you really think that you're going to resonate with. All right, so basically intelligence is when, you know, you're talking about the accuracy of, you know, mental recall and the ability to reason. We're talking about logic, education, memory, deductive reasoning. That is really what we're talking about here. So how good are you with that? Are you somebody who is very logical? Are you somebody that is very educated or like loves to like learn? Are you somebody that has a really good memory? Are you really good at deductive reasoning? This is where I think I score really high. I think a lot of us might score really, really high when it comes to this. And so we might put up a lot of our points here. So this is kind of more of a self-explanatory one, but it's really good. So maybe you're somebody that can really recall information with nature. You understand about trees and plants, the weather, that kind of thing. Maybe you're somebody who's really into like different kinds of religions and philosophies and beliefs. And so then you can actually use that as one of your skill sets and how intelligent that you are. 
All right, so now going ahead and just moving on because these two are kind of related. And that one is wisdom. So wisdom, though, is different from intelligence. And wisdom reflects how attuned you are to the world around you and represents perceptiveness and intuition. So if I were to think about my husband, my husband is extremely intelligent. He remembers everything. He is the elephant that never forgets. So if you are one of those people, then you are going to score yourself really, really high on wisdom, uh, on intelligence. But wisdom reflects about the world around you and your how you perceive it and your intuition. Now, this is where I freaking shine. Like, this is where I'm going to do lots of my points because I have very strong inf- uh, intuition. I'm very attuned to the world around me. So if you were somebody who was a little bit more maybe socially awkward, you might be more intelligent than you are with wisdom. Or if maybe if you're somebody who doesn't get society norms and things like that, like my husband, he does not get society norms. He is not good like that. He's attuned to the world around him to a certain extent, but then some things just fall right off his radar that I, I don't get it because it's very, very clear to me, okay? So, you know, with wisdom, you might be able to like read people's body language, understand someone's feelings. You know, definitely if you're an empath, you have high wisdom, okay? You might notice really weird things about the environment that no one else sees, okay? You might find yourself, you know, helping people who are injured, like literally on the side of the road like I have been. I've been literally in predicaments where I've had having to help people. So maybe you are really into caring for animals. Maybe you're somebody that is really good with medicines or somebody who has really good survival skills. Maybe you're somebody that is able to really be empathetic and that great listener and that great friend. And maybe you're somebody that gives a lot of really good advice, or maybe you're an active listener and people can just come to you and share all of their stories. And maybe you're able to help them. And if you are a coach, if you're a mentor, if you're some kind of teacher, then you're probably going to have really high wisdom points. Okay, so we got those. Remember, you only get 20. All right. So, so far, I would say I have like three in strength, zero for dexterity, zero for constitution. I probably should give myself at least one. So three, four, five, and then intelligence. I think I'm going to give myself like a four in intelligence. And then wisdom is going to be off the hook. But now we have charisma. I love charisma. When I played Dungeons and Dragons growing up, like I always just want to put all my points in charisma. (laughs) <laughs> I just oh my gosh so charisma basically measures your ability to interact effectively with others okay it includes factors like confidence and eloquence right represents charming or commanding personality so we all know I think this is the when I think of charisma I just think of Barack Obama like he was so charismatic like I feel like he could have told us the worst news but I would have just been so fascinated by the way he told me and I wouldn't even mind I'd be like okay whatever you say that wasn't that bad he had such great charisma so this is going to be somebody that has high points if you are somebody who you know draws people in that maybe people are just drawn to you in the way that you talk maybe you're somebody that you know someone can listen to all day long like they love your stories or maybe it's just something about your your essence and like in your energy field and people are just drawn to you okay so you might be very entertaining to others okay you might be someone who make a good influencer online all right so they are really good at making a, a first impression or any kind of impression okay they can also have I want to, I talked about empaths, but also a lot of narcissists are very charismatic, okay? Because they are really, really good at, you know, verbal communication and manipulating people and being deceptive. So even, 
you can even be charismatic and still have that ability. If I wanted to lie to people and I wanted to intimidate them and I wanted to do things like that, I totally could because I feel like I'm very charismatic, but I choose to use my power for good and not evil. But there is definitely some people, remember the alignment, good, neutral, or evil, that can use it, use the charismatic points for bad, okay? Isn't that so funny? So if you're very charismatic, maybe you also have that ability to convince others you know, that you are telling the truth when you're truly lying. All right. Maybe you're one that can get away with a lot of things. All right. Maybe you're really good at even intimidating people, but I hope not, you know, I hope that you're not doing that, but I know I have that ability. If I wanted to, I could intimidate people. I can make people and tell me if you feel the same way, I can make people wish they were never born, but I don't do it. I don't do it because I am nice. My alignment is of good and I don't want to hurt people, but I am a natural redhead and I will unleash fury Okay, I have that ability, but I'm choosing not to. Okay, so you also might find yourself, if you're very charismatic too, you know that you are the best person for talking to about news, about gossip, whatever it is, okay? And you also might be that person that can strike up conversations in a party, those kinds of things, okay? So you're never truly alone. Well, now I just know where all my freaking points went. I'm, I think it's all in charisma again. <laughs> so... Where are your points lying now? So you only have 20. Now, thinking about that, I want you to think about the different skills that you have. And I'm going to give you some questions to help you really see what your skills can be. So on this sheet, you can go ahead and you can check off any skills that are on the sheet. But however, I do want you to take note in another area of the sheet or on a separate sheet of paper, some other skills that are coming to you that I might bring up. So on here is acrobatics. I don't know a lot of people who have that um, as one of their skill sets. I think I had it when I was in my cheerleading days. But another one is animal handling. So I know a lot of people out there are really into like their dogs and animals and horses and definitely check that off as one of your skills if that has been brought into your life. I It has not really been brought into my life. I am not much of an animal person. I, I kind of want to be, but then again, no opportunities have presented itself. So I'm not really going to open that up until I feel like I really want to open up that part of myself. All right, so athletics is definitely with me. I absolutely love it. I love being athletic. So I might go ahead and check that off. Okay, deception. Mm, I'm not sure if anybody really wants that as a skill. But history. So this could be somebody who's a big history buff. You know, maybe that is part of you that is not me. You know, maybe you love going to museums and seeing all the different places of the world. All right, so insight. I love this. Um, intimidation. Not really. Investigation. Mm, I don't think so either. Medicine. So maybe you're somebody who's drawn to medicine, you know, pharmaceuticals or, you know, uh, what is it called? doTERRA, you know, the essential healing, um, essential oils, massage therapy, Reiki, all that's going to fall underneath medicine. That is something that I'm not like a thousand percent like excited about. I do love it. I'm very interested in it. And maybe I would check it off, but it's not something that I feel is like, oh my God, in my face in this lifetime. All right. So nature, I need to get more in nature. How do you feel about nature? Are you that someone who loves camping? Are you the one that's always trying to find themselves outdoors? Are you a gardener? If so, then you definitely have some skills in nature. All right, there's perception, there's performance, there's persuasion, there's religion. 
There's also sleight of hand, which is basically stealing. So that's not really going to be relevant. I hope not. Stealth and survival. And survival is actually goes along with wisdom. So each one of these skill sets that I talked about actually goes along with one of those things that you just gave yourself points for. And so it's kind of interesting. If you look at the character sheet, you'll be able to see which resonates with what. But yeah, survival, OMG. And I have a high wisdom thing. Man, I really had to survive. And I have high wisdom. So a lot of this is already making sense. All right, but let's get more into some of the skills that you might notice in real life and not just in Dungeons and Dragons, okay? So first off is going to be trying to figure out what your skills are based on some questions. So let's see if we can help yourself out a little bit. And that is what activities or hobbies do you enjoy the most, all right? Because these can be passions of yours that are really going to help you align with your special skills. So think about it. Okay, I love drawing. I love writing. I love riding bikes. I love rollerblading. Really need to get more into rollerblading. And so let's see. So some of the skills I can have is, hmm, muscle memory for sure. And then I have the skills of art. I am an artist for sure. All right, let's go on to another one. What do others often ask for your help or advice on? Well, for me, 100%, it's spiritual stuff. But that's how I also project myself into my life. People know that's who you come for. You know, if you need dreams interpreted, if you need things like that, you're going to come to me. All right, so people often recognize your strengths, even when you may not be fully aware of them. This is going to help you determine your skill set for the character that you are right now. So already I am getting activities and hobbies, which is drawing and writing and that kind of thing. They ask for help on advice with tarot cards, oracle cards, dreams. Already I'm starting to notice too that I'm a very creative person. I have a lot of creative skills is something that I'm picking up for me. So what tasks or activities do you find easy that others might struggle with? Ooh, anything for me that has to do with putting puzzle pieces together, I'm very, very good at it. I'm very good at manipulating, you know, scenarios and breaking them down. Okay, so basically, this can help us see what special skills are natural to us. So for me, it's going to be, you know, figuring out what people want, you know, what they truly want, and not just what they're saying that they want. Okay, because I'm also a big empath. So another one is going to be a question is, in what areas do you feel confident and assured? So what kind of area in your life do you're like, nope, I'm totally good at that. I am 100% good. I am totally confident. I do not feel bad about myself at all. And for some of you, this might be like the way that you care for your pets, the way that you care for your animals, the way that you care for your house, you know, so are you somebody who is very domestic, who, you know, creates that home? You might think that it's easy because you've been doing it. But I tell you what, for people like me, it is not easy at all. I am not that kind of person. But are you the person that has a green thumb or do you have a black thumb? Because that's going to show you some of the skills that you were sent here to do. All right. So what are some memorable achievements or successes that you've had in the past? Have you won any awards? Have you won any trophies? Right? Have you been, what is it called, recognized for anything? So going ahead and bringing those back up. I don't care how small. It's part of your journey. Add it to it. Add it to the list. Got it? Next one is, what skills have you been complimented on by others? So everybody says, oh my gosh, you have just, you're so good at math. I don't know how you're able to do it. Or somebody is like, wow, I don't understand how you get every single question right on Jeopardy. That's insane. I don't understand how you can do crossword puzzles like that. Or you're so good at Wheel of Fortune. So sometimes you can definitely tell what what you're good at by the shows that you watch. Okay, so are you somebody that's going to be on like Hell's Kitchen and stuff like that? Are you a really good cook? So going ahead and, you know, thinking about this outside the box a little bit, thinking, 
thinking about the different times and areas of your life because you might be more focused on one skill in one time of your life and then it moves into like a different skill set that you are basically, you know, focus on in that area. All right. So are there any subjects or topics you enjoy learning about? And that was definitely spiritual stuff for me. And then I was able to do it. And then look what happened. All right. So another one is going to be uh, when faced with a group project, what roles do you naturally find yourself taking on? Are you somebody that just kind of listens are you the one that does absorbs the energy? Are you the one that's always taking the front seat ready to drive? Like, are you a born leader? Are you a born teacher? Do you have those teaching skills? Are you somebody that kind of sits in the back and then explains like one-on-one -on -one to a person? So thinking about this can help you out a lot with your skills. And just a couple of things I just want to say, like think about, you know, things that you do mentally, things you do physically inside of the house and outside of the house, all right? Because that's going to help out with your skills. So already we are doing so, so, so great. We are oh, like about halfway done, okay? Because I want to get to a couple of other things, which is also other proficiencies and languages. So if you speak any other languages, if you're drawn to other languages, maybe that's going to give you some insight. Like I'm really, really big on ASL, which is American Sign Language. You know, I went to school for it. Sadly, if you don't use it, you lose it. So I lost a lot of it. But it was really important to me to go ahead and learn those kind of languages because I felt like they get the rough end of the stick. You know, like deaf people, they sadly... You know, I don't want to say they miss out on a lot of things, but I didn't want to ever encounter a deaf person and not be able to speak in their language because I want to be part of their world as well because I feel like I want to make them believe and feel like they're still part of my world. And it's so funny too because anytime that I suck at my my ASL like I have not been keeping up with it I will always run into a deaf person and I'm like oh my gosh you know like I feel so bad for them. So you can put down anything else like that, any kind of little extra things that maybe you have that other people don't. Maybe it's not a language. Maybe it's some kind, like again, like a skill, like a special skill. Or maybe you lived in all the different kinds of countries. Maybe you were related to, you know, you're really big into the military or music industry. Maybe you know celebrities or something along those lines. Maybe you can put that there. All right, so next, we are going to be talking about personality traits. So what kind of personality traits do you have? This is where you have to be a little bit more open with yourself, okay? This is not a time to like push down parts of yourself, all right? So for me, I am very bubbly. I am very crazy. I love being unique. I love being that one. I'm also a perfectionist. I am also very hard on myself. I am also a doer. I'm a goer. I'm an action taker. So what other things do you have? Are you a little bit more shy? Are you a little more introverted? And I know a lot of times the thing that we hate about ourselves is the thing that really that we that we really need to accept in ourselves because I was always hating how fast I talked, how crazy I was, how bubbly I was, how many how much energy I had. I always wanted to be that girl who was shy. I know it sounds weird. I always wanted to be the shy, introverted girl, and I wanted to be that girl who talked like this and she had such a sweet little voice and she was so cute and just looked so pretty and so elegant. Maybe that's you and maybe you talk really slow and you enunciate all of your words and you know life is so maybe clear for you. I always wanted that in the first grade when the teacher would look at a little girl and she would say to her, speak up honey. I wanted to, I wanted that but no matter how low that I went with my voice, 
I, w- I never got that. I never got that because it's not a part of me. That's not who I am. I am a crazy person. I talk too loud. Sometimes I mumble my words because I'm talking too fast because I'm so excited about something. And so that's part of my personality trait. What is yours? Are you an introvert? Are you an extrovert? Are you somebody who, you know, just won't stop talking about freaking birds? Are you a freaking bird lover and you're like a freak about them? So whatever is coming up underneath personality traits for you, is for you. Next is going to be ideals. So this is going to be something that is really within you that talks about an essential part of you, represents one of your core values or some of your guiding principles in this lifetime, okay? And so a couple of the examples are, like especially in Dungeons and Dragons, is justice, okay? Are you always going to seek to find, or do you find yourself doing this, bringing up about fairness and balances to the world? Okay, already, that is me. Because I always want the underdog to win. I am always the one that is trying to be like, that's not fair, that's not fair. It could be the Libra in me. But I'm, oh my gosh, I will do whatever I can to try and restore the balance. But somebody else's ideal might be freedom. Okay, that you believe in the right to every being to live free and make their own choices, okay, without interference. So maybe you're one of them that's really caught up in all the craziness of like what we talked about with like the race and the LGBTQ. Maybe you're one of them like that, that really don't, does not like the discrimination between the different, you know, races and the different, you know, classes in society. So maybe you're one of them that's about that. Maybe you're somebody who really believes in that freedom of speech. So think about and if any of these are really resonating with you about your ideals. All right, another one is power. You know, do you seek to gain strength and mastery, okay, for achieving your goals and protecting those you care about? And power isn't a bad thing because if you have power, then you have the ability to change, to make different laws. So maybe you're going to be somebody who's really involved in the politics or into your community. Maybe you're somebody that's trying to, you know, enforce things that make the world or your place, your family, a better person. Maybe you're somebody that's more authoritative Maybe you are somebody who's trying to climb up the ranks wherever you are so that you can make a difference. Hopefully that makes sense. Another one is going to be knowledge. So maybe you are driven for the thirst of knowledge and understanding the world or people or things around you. So this is also going to be people who are very much experts in their field, like doctors and nurses, people who are PhDs, people who have businesses and that are just so engrossed into that knowledge base. Or maybe it's going to be somebody who is just knowledgeable overall, you know, somebody who is a walking encyclopedia. So one of your ideals might be that. For me, as I talk about all these, and even though some of them are really good, I feel like justice is like huge for me. I'm a huge injustice person. But maybe you're one of those that just love books, love knowledge, love museums, or you are somebody that is like, really, really like involved in one thing. This is going to be somebody too that could be really involved in one particular hobby, whether it's going to be plants or gardening, or even, you know, 5k's, whatever it is, hat collection. So think about that because that's going to be a good one. All right. So the next one is going to be bonds. Now bonds is very interesting when it comes to like D&D and also in life. Okay. So 
it represents the connections and relationships, okay, that that person has with people, places, you know, organizations, those kinds of things. And then um, basically, it helps establish the character, it helps you establish the character, but then it also helps you understand a little bit of their background, and then how their background is playing into the daily life. So basically, a character's bond could be, you know, I am sworn to protect the royal family, no matter the cost, it doesn't have to be the royal family, but it could be my family. So if you ever watch the originals, you know, from the Vampire Diaries, you know, that spinoff there, like, they were always like always and forever always and forever for the freaking family and it was just kind of crazy their freaking bond with their family was kind of crazy in my opinion but maybe you have that maybe it's non-negotiable to get rid of your family so when we talk about oh you know cut your family out of your life for a little bit stay away from them or whatever if they're toxic maybe you're like no like that's not an option Heather I cannot not be without my family, no matter how crazy or judgmental or anything else that they are. So that's kind of one of your bonds. All right. So another one is I owe a life of debt to a fellow, you know, player who once saved me from a certain death. So maybe you have a bond to somebody in your life that you will never be able to let go of. And maybe they're also toxic for you too, but you can't because you guys have a long history together. You guys go way back. Maybe they did save your life. Maybe you serve with them, you know, at a restaurant or in another kind of job or in the military or something. Another thing is, is your hometown, you know, maybe something happened and you just feel like such a connection to your hometown and that's a bond and you will never leave or you'll do everything you can get back there. You can make that place a better place. Maybe you just feel like this is my thing. Maybe you move from a different country or a different state and you always have that thought about, you know, where you came from and that location and maybe that's your bond. And so it says, another one is, I will do whatever it takes to find my missing sister and bring her home safely. So maybe there is like a task that you feel like you are meant to do in this life. And for me, I feel like in the beginning, when my son was born, it was, I was not going to raise a brat. I was going to raise like a perfect human being. And that was my bond for the longest time. It was like, I was always going to raise somebody who was going to be grateful AF for everything that they were given because that's who I am. And I needed to have that child because I was, I would not have had it any other way with him growing up so he is definitely very very grateful so that could have been one of my bonds but now I might have a different bond which is honestly I feel like my bond right now is to live the best life I've ever lived and out of all of my life to make Heather the best freaking life ever and I'm going to be so disappointed if I go to the other side and I realize that I let my fears or judgments or whatever like that get in my way so hopefully maybe something is coming up to you right now in the terms of your bonds. Okay, so now flaws. What kind of flaws do you have? Now be honest with yourself. What flaws do you have? And some of them that are coming up to me is I get lazy sometimes and I don't want to do anything. That's a big flaw. So I, I am so not focused and then I'm not disciplined. I do not discipline myself. I need to be a better parent to myself. I also, um, oh my gosh, look at this. I am so good at determining my flaws. Are you someone that's like that? Like going ahead and saying all these good things about me. But man, if you tell me to like express my flaws, we could be here all day long. So one of my flaws is noticing all my effing flaws. Okay, so maybe that's one of yours. But this is going to be part of you. And this is the character that you came here to be. Okay, so next we are going to do features and traits. So now I also want to get into a little bit of how your character looks right now. And you can put this on your features and traits if you like, because you chose to look the way that you look right now for whatever reason. I don't know the reason, but you, you chose this. I know it's kind of crazy, but you filled out something just like this character sheet before you came down here. And so my mom, 
she always fought this on me. And she was like, Heather, I would never have chosen this nose. But it's like, maybe she did choose that nose. Like, I feel like she did. She says that she had a witch's nose and it was a big nose and stuff like that. Yeah, maybe because maybe she wanted to remind herself that she was a witch. And my mom never practiced her intuition or anything else like that. And maybe, you know, that would have been better for her if she did. And maybe also it's going to be about self-love and self-acceptance. Like, hey, I am going to love myself no matter what I look like. Or maybe it's going to be coming to that place where it's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to make like a celebrity and get a nose job because I love myself that much to where I am going to, you know, modify my body to where it makes me happier. And so there ain't no shame in that. Okay. You do what you need to do to make you happy. But for me, some things that are coming up is like my freckles and all growing up and everything else. It's just like, I felt you know, not that great about them. And there's nothing that I could do about it. And then people would always make fun of me and they would say, Oh, Heather, you would look so pretty if your skin was darker. Well, guess what? I can't help my skin. I can't help that I don't freaking tan. I sunburn and I get more effing freckles. That's just how I am. And even my son used to make fun of me. And then guess what? Now he was born with red hair. His red hair is still kind of around, but now he's full of freaking freckles. So it's like, ha 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 ha. And so maybe you have some features or some kind of traits like that, that maybe either A, you know, will help you become a better person or that you need to accept because this is the character that you're playing. And now I kind of like my freckles, especially as I get older, because freckles are kind of like a symbol of youth. So I kind of love that as I get older. And I kind of love my crow's feet. You know, do I wish they weren't so pronounced? Yes, but at least I know that I was happy. I was smiling a lot. All right, so now if you are looking at the character sheet, we're not going to fill in the middle part. The middle part is talking about, you know, current hit points, temporary hit points and things like that. You can go ahead and kind of relate this to how many times that life has beaten you up, but we're not going to go there because basically what we're going to do now is you should have a completed worksheet. And I want you to kind of just like look at it and see what kind of things are coming forward. What is one of the first things that stand out when you look at the sheet? So for me, it's going to be that wisdom. So I feel like I'm really, really wise. And then I'm going to look and see what kind of skills come from wise people, which includes a lot of, I think anyways, a lot of the creative skills, a lot of the empathic skills, a lot of the creative skills. And then I'm going to look over at like my body and my ideas, ideals, and I'm going to be like, okay, this is the stuff that really matters to me. And then as I look at it even more, I'm like, okay, what can I do with all this? So I'm looking at my ideals and my bonds and stuff like that. And it's like, wow, I have such a commitment to humanity to try and share what I have learned. Because if it could help out one person, then that person could go on and maybe help millions of people. Or that one person can help one other person and that one other person helps millions of people. Or maybe it only helps out these three or four people, but at least I made an impact in the world. You know, we think that impact has to happen on such a grand scale, but does it really? It doesn't. You know, like it, people, somebody might have had an impact on your life and it changed everything for you. And when it changed everything for you, it changed everything for, you know, your kids or your family. So it has like this incredible ripple effect. And so I feel like when you look at this, just looking at it overall, it kind of makes it a lot more fun. 
because you it makes you feel like okay I am playing a character and it's okay if I'm not perfect because I was only given so many points I wasn't meant to be perfect in this life and then what you can do too is that you can fill out the same character sheet for like I said your spouse or your partner and then you can see where they balance you out or where you have the same ideals or where you have the same bonds or where he helps you with your flaws or she helps you with your flaws and then it can help you figure out like, okay, I have these skills, I have these ideals, and I have these bonds, and I have these traits, so what can I do with them? Putting them together. So it's kind of funny because I'm putting mine together right now. So out of the six, the six ones, like the strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma, which one really stands out for you? For me, it's wisdom and charisma, but right now wisdom is really standing out to me. And then when I think about the different skill sets, that drawing, the creative side has really stand out, to, really stood out to me. And then, you know, the languages and stuff and ASL is not standing out to me. So I'm just going to skip that for now because it's not really standing out. But then with my personality traits where it talks about my bubbly, happy personality and then my ideals, which is really just talking a lot about, you know, um, fighting injustices. And then the bond that I have towards, like, honestly, humans, you know, humankind, empaths, you know, the sweethearts of the world. And it's just really making me feel like, oh, my gosh, yes, I'm putting two and two together. You know, maybe I really do need to help fight injustices of the world with my creativeness, with my wisdom. And I can do that by sharing. And I think I'm doing that with my podcast, with Coffee and Cards. You know, I try to do that every single day you know, just trying to share that, my wisdom. But then I look at my flaws and my flaws can actually show what's holding me back. And what's holding me back, remember, I was able to spill off a whole bunch of my flaws. So maybe because I'm overly critical of myself. Does that make sense? So maybe, let's give another example. So maybe you're somebody who has a lot of the, for some reason, intelligence, okay? So you're that person that just never forgets, okay? You're a person that's really, really into like knowledge, the kind of thing. And then one of your things is that you're really into animals, like unlike me and nature. Maybe you're really big at that, okay? Maybe you love being outside. Maybe that just makes your heart sing. And so then you look over, you don't see anything really that's standing out to you in languages either. You come over to your personality traits and then you have this personality where like you're a really good listener and you're really good at, you know, listening to other people's stories and people come to you. You're that type of person. Maybe one of your ideals is going to be that you have a lot of love for your city. Let's say, let's bring it to that one. You know, that you have this feeling that you need to like help out, you know, other people. Maybe you just still feel like that need. And then you also like love your hometown. And that's just some place like you just love being at home. Like you have this sense that you always just want to be like rooted and you don't want to be like all over the place. And so some of your flaws though is that you don't have good time management. Maybe it's because you always say that you're going to do something and maybe you don't always do it because you don't have the time or you don't have the energy. Maybe you're a really good bullshitter or making up excuses. And so when I put that together, it's okay, they're a very intelligent person. They have this love for nature and maybe even animals. You know, they have some personality traits where people are drawn to them. You know, they really feel rooted in their home. And, you know, their flaws are, you know, about time. 
And so when I put that together, though, I still feel like it's somebody who can be someone like a an animal whisperer or can, can work with animals, maybe even on a, you know, spiritual level. Or maybe this is somebody that would be good at like having a doggy daycare or a rescue, especially helping out their hometown and the stray cats and dogs that are in their hometown. Or maybe it can be somebody that can be a pet sitter and bring those pets into their own home, you know, for other people. Or maybe you're somebody that can, especially because you're in really knowledge base, that you are going to share information with your community that's going to help them care for, you know, their plants, their animals, you know, a little bit better. Maybe you're somebody that can create a festival or be involved in a festival. If you can't create one, then maybe you're one that can sponsor a festival or get your job, your career that you have right now, wherever you work. I don't care if you work at McDonald's and maybe you can get McDonald's involved in sponsoring, you know, a uh, a dog adoption event or a cat adoption event. And this can happen. I worked at a daycare. Um, shout out to Small Wonders. Okay. I worked there and during there I created a, um, a March for Babies. March for Babies, March for Dimes. Okay. They were having this, you know, donation event or whatever. And I put together a team and that was something that, you know, nobody else have ever done there. And, you know, I didn't really know what I was doing, but it's kept taking the next step and the next step and I did it. And so maybe if one of your flaws is that time management thing, it's going to be putting in your priorities, going ahead and shifting them around and not taking any of those excuses. Oh, wait, no, I still have to work and I have to do that. And I have to do that time. Time will expand. Okay. Cause spirit will give you time. You know, if you make that commitment, all right, how many times have you been doing something and you've only had five minutes and it was the longest effing five minutes of your life? So spirit can help you, you know, contract or expand time. So don't don't have that be one of the things. Don't have any of the time, money, energy, you know, going ahead and having that basically drive the train because it's BS. It's BS. You make the decision and then spirit will help make it happen. Woo! I don't know about you, but this was a lot of fun. So I hope that it's given you a little bit more insight of like who you are and what you came here for. And then this is something that you can even do with your kids and like your whole family. And then you're going to be like, see, like this is kind of like why I was here. These are the skills that I have. This is what I came here to kind of do. Or you can go ahead and reach out to me, some friends, tell us a little bit about what you got here. And then we can help you determine like, okay, what we see that maybe what your life purpose could possibly involve. All right. So like I said, reach out to me, reach out to some of your friends, do this with your friends, have it be a little bit like a sounding board. And so they can maybe see some things that you're not seeing that's on this worksheet. I hope you had a lot of fun because I know that I did. And I hope this helps you become one step closer to your life purpose and for being who you were truly meant to be when you came here to earth. Thanks for tuning in to the Spiritual AF Life podcast. You'll find all the links to resources and more in the show notes. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out on the incredible episodes that are coming up.